to falling in love with Jesus. And I tell you, I just thank the Lord for that ministry. I thank the Lord for this special, um, I won't call it a, a show or anything like that. It's pretty much a, an inspirational moment. And I thank the Lord for that because I have some special uh, women that will uh, speak from their heart and share with you motherhood. I'm so glad to have uh, my mom and my daughters and I'll have uh, my um, neighbor and and a couple other women that will try to uh, steer away from their busy time and schedule to um, inspire us because we know motherhood is a forever ending job and at any minute you can change your hat. You're the doctor, you're the lawyer, you're whatever necessary at that time. So we truly take our, our scarves and our hats off to the all mothers. I want to wish each and every one of you a happy Mother's Day because uh, you deserve it. You deserve uh, your roses every day. And um, the Lord has given you a heart like his. And therefore, you have uh, inspired us, uh, mothers that have poured into women that not even their children and you know that's God's way of allowing uh, every woman to to uh, play that role in uh, some way and you may be uh, someone that may not have had your mother with you but I'm sure the Lord has blessed you to um, be able to engage with other uh, women to support you and and maybe you didn't have that support. Well, we know the Lord Jesus Christ can be whatever you need, but nothing, of course, uh, replaces a mother. And we pray that you have grown stronger and and you understand that uh, when you become a mother and if you'd never become a mother, that God will um, give you the desires of your heart and to uh, whatever position that you need to execute. He will make a way out of no way. So we thank the Lord for that. And without further ado, Heavenly Father, we want to pray that you come in the room, that you sup with us, that you uh, lift our heads up. Some of us are going through a grieving time because our mothers are no longer here. And you may have lost and they may have lost their mother not too uh, long ago. And some through this thing called COVID-19. Well, we want to pray that, Lord, you just come in and you sup with them and you let them know, Heavenly Father, that you're there. You'll never leave us nor forsake us. I decrease, you increase. Give me what to say, just how to say it. And let those that are under the sound of my voice have an ear to hear what you would have them to hear. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. I tell you, I'm outside. I ran over here. It's only like maybe 50 yards away from my home. And uh, it's my she shed. <laughs> I got that little idea from some woman. Uh, she was doing a little commercial on her she shed burn up. I don't want mines to. So Lord protect it. But I'm here and I'm enjoying this wonderful weather. And and uh, I'm just going to give you a song. You know, I love music and I take the words from music and I like to share them and and pray that you get an understanding that 
anything that will inspire us to do right, to think right, and to become what the Lord would have us to be. I uh, cling to that because God honors righteousness. So we're going to send you out with the song, not send you out, but bring you in with the song. And I believe it's by a young group years ago. I'm not going to tell you how long ago. Then you'll be trying to find out what my age is, which I'm blessed to be in the, I'm going to do it backwards, 50 something going into one more year. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to... Um, send you uh, in with this song I said it was by Boys to Men and I know a lot of you young mothers know that song and and us uh, older ones we know that song too because that song made us cry, it made us uh, shape up and um, straighten up and uh, uh, think about our parents and not only think about them but put some things into action I believe when them young men came out with that song it really put uh, mothers on the platform that they should have already been on um, in, a, in a greater way. So we truly thank God for these young men and without further ado, we're gonna bring them on. Boys to men, mama. You taught me everything, everything you've given me. I always keep it inside. You're the driving force in my life. There isn't anything or anyone that I could be. And it just wouldn't feel right And if I didn't have you by my side So Oh, yeah You are the food to my soul Yes, you are Okay, mama, you know I love you. I want to say to every mother, happy Mother's Day. And I pray that your evening and your Mother's Day will be blessed and highly favored. Now I'm going to bring on a young lady who has been my neighbor for quite some many years. And I've known this young lady. I've seen her grow and I've seen her grow with her children. This is a young lady that is very, uh, how could I say, tenacious, assertive, and always about her business. And she really inspires me because, you know, looking back through the years, I was a young mother like that. And uh, she's really into her children. She wants the best for her children. And uh, she is a mother that is firm. If she has to uh, let her children know, hey, this is unacceptable, then this is what this young lady is about. She works in it, but I'm going to let her bring her own testimony uh, before you. But this young lady is, is really an awesome young lady and and I just thank God for her because she's a neighbor that she's not a nosy neighbor. She's not someone that, you know, uh, all trying to be all in your business. She's a very respectful young lady. She 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 makes her children be respectful and she's just a, a real good person. And I and I enjoy having her for a neighbor. I can't always say that I've had good neighbors, but when you get a good neighbor, you really appreciate God even the more because I could have had different types of neighbors and I truly thank the Lord for her and she's a very helpful young lady and all I have to do is ask her and she's always got her hands open that's why the Lord continues to put things in her hands so we truly thank God for her and this is Mrs. Jackson and we're going to bring her on and she will speak to you in her own right 
Before I take you into the service, I just want to say I am a mother of four wonderful young adults and a husband. Truly, I thank the Lord for my husband who allows me to be the mother that I need to be. And whatever hat that I need to put on, he is very supportive of that. I thank the Lord for my three daughters who, too, are mothers and one do have a child, my eldest uh, who has a child that is a uh, that has uh, some challenges, and she has truly been uh, an inspiration to me on uh, how she has uh, handled that through the years, and she's gonna uh, talk to that. And I do have a my youngest who has three boys that that are very active and. She is just as active in their lives as they are active. And I thank the Lord because she's learning how to be a chef in her own right. And uh, every time she cooks a meal, she she wants to uh, show me that uh, I, I got these three hungry little boys and and they got big appetites. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty much learning how to uh, uh, cook. So I, I thank the Lord for that. Um, and my um middle age uh, uh young lady uh she has no children um i'm sure um the lord uh, will provide uh, whatever she has need of but i always tell her you know you don't have to have a child to be a mother figure or to be able to speak into the lives of of uh, some other women because uh, sometimes god needs Somebody that can be neutral to um, the the uh, childbearing thing and be able to look on the other side of uh, of the pole and say, hey, you know, uh, this can be done or you could be creative in this and you can, um, you know, get involved in this. And, you know, j- just a lot of testimonies on how. Uh, you know, you don't have to stay in a lonely place. You can always involve yourself in things that will bring uh, not so much happiness and joy because that comes from the Lord, but a peace that, that passes all understanding. And that understanding is giving of yourself. And, and you wind up seeing that what it is all about is serving. And when you uh, have that servitude attitude, it uh, keeps you balanced. And um, so I thank the Lord for her. And, you know, we all have our our um, st- struggles in uh, finding uh, our uh, place in this world. And, and uh, God will lead us and he will guide us. So we'll just go ahead on into our service. And I hope that something that these young ladies say uh, will bless all of us. So. Without further ado, happy Mother's Day also again. Becoming a mother has been a task that has had ups and downs. I became a mother at a young age, and I now have an 18-year-old son, a 14-year-old son, and an 11-year-old daughter. Over the past 18 years of being a mother, I've experienced a lot of different trials and tribulations, especially with raising these kids on my own. I had to develop the importance of stability, um, which pushed me to become a homeowner 
so that they weren't moving from apartment to apartment. They needed that stability to be able to feel comfortable as they are growing up. I've had major accomplishments um, during the motherhood time that I've had. I've received two degrees in college, uh, one in early childhood education and another in sociology. And one of my best moments in life was my children experiencing me walking across the stage to get my first degree. That's a very exciting moment. Um, and they still remember that day to this day. It also encouraged them to want to do more in life and be the best that they can be. And I always tell them, don't try to be like me, but be better than me. Other experiences I've had within motherhood um, was kind of being a, a life coach to other people, other friends that I have that may be younger than me. Um, that are raising kids on their own, I try to give them that motivation that being a single mom is not always as bad as it sounds. You'll never be lonely <laughs> when you have these kids. You'll always have something to do with somebody to entertain you. So motherhood has been absolutely awesome for me. As I said, it's been, you know, rocky roads here and there, but I would not trade it for anything in the world. Okay, um, that was really, really wonderful to hear. This is my neighbor. I have adopted her as my uh, little sister, and um, she knows that I am very proud of her. And one thing she said, you know, motherhood is trials and tribulations, ups and downs, but it is one of the most wonderful jobs that women have. And we just thank the Lord that... Uh, She's a young mother. She works. She's uh, obtained her degree. And she knew that, you know, with having kids, there's responsibility. And she didn't put that on anyone. She decided, you know what, I had the kids and it is my responsibility to help uh, myself and deal with the situation until God uh, does something different, her desires in her life. So we just thank the Lord for uh, Sister Jackson here, and um, we pray that she will grow stronger in the Lord. Mother's Day in, in the United States is, is annually held, and this is uh, just time and date dot uh, com. Mother's Day is uh, in the United States is annually held on the second Sunday of May which we uh, pretty much know. It celebrates motherhood, and it is a time to appreciate mothers and mother figures. And many people, of course, they give gifts, cards, flour, candy, or a meal in a restaurant, or treats in their um, mother or mother figure. And this also includes grandmothers, great-grandmothers, stepmothers, and foster mothers. So uh, that's a, a wide uh, uh, array of, of people that uh, can uh, stand in that position. And uh, sometimes it can be even your uh, sibling that have to uh, step in that position. And I want to even step to this uh, here. Uh, sometimes men uh, become a mother 
figure until, you know, the Lord uh, comes along and allow them to take on a partner. But sometimes a man has to play that role uh, because of maybe uh, a situation that may have occurred or a sibling uh, brother that may have to play that position because of something uh, had occurred. So is Mother's Day a public holiday? Mother's Day is not a public holiday. It falls on a Sunday, May 9th. Okay, and most businesses, they follow their regular Sunday opening hours. And this is in the United States where we are. But what do what are some things that people actually do? Many people, they may send cards, they may send gifts to their mother or mother figure, or they make a special effort to visit them. Uh, common Mother Day gifts are flowers, of course, chocolate, candy, clothing, jewelry, treats, such as a beauty uh, treatment or a trip to a spa. And some family organized an outing for all their members or their uh or they hold a special meal at home or in a restaurant. Mother Day, uh, many schools help their uh, pupils to prepare a handmade card or a small gift for their mother. Sometimes they even uh, plant a flower to uh, give to their mom, uh, something I always thought was wonderful. They get to watch the flower uh, grow, and then by the time it buds out, they're giving it to their mom. That that was just something. There's so many lessons that a young child would um, you know, learn from even that. And then the public life. Mother Day is not a federal holiday. Uh, organizations, business stores are open or they may be closed just as they are on any other Sunday in the year. Public transit system run to their normal Sunday schedules. Restaurants may be busier than usual as some people take their mother mothers out to uh, a treat at these restaurants. But where did Mother Day originate? Well, the origin of Mother Day are a tribute to different people. Many believe that two women, Julia Ward and Howie, Julia Ward Howie and Anna Jarvis were important in establishing the tradition of Mother's Day and in the United States. And other sources say that Juliet Calhoun Bakley initiated Mother, Mother's Day in, in Albion, Michigan in the late 1800s. And her sons paid tribute to her each year and urged others to honor their mothers. So around 1870. Uh, Julia Ward Howie called for Mother's Day to be celebrated each year to encourage passive pacifism uh, and disarrayment amongst women. So it continues to be held in Boston for about uh, 10 years under the sponsorship, but died out after after that. OK, just had a little phone call. But anyway, uh, this uh it, like I said, it encouraged uh, for women to uh, be pacified, in a sense, and, and disarrayment amongst them. It continued to be held in Boston, like I said, for about 10 years under her sponsorship, but died out after that. And in 1907, Anna Jarvis held a private Mother's Day celebration in memory of her mother, Ann Jarvis, in Grafton, West Virginia. Ann Jar Jarvis had organized Mother's Day work work clubs to improve health and cleanliness in the areas where she lived. Anna Jarvis uh, launched a quest for Mother's Day to be more widely recognized. Her campaign was later financially supported by John Wanamaker, a clothing merchant from Philadelphia. And in 1908, she was instrumentally 
in arranging a service in Andrews uh, Methodist Episcopal Church in Grafton, West Virginia, which was attended by 407 children and their mothers. The church has now become the International Mother's Day Shrine. It is a tribute to all mothers and has been designated as a national historic landmark. Mother Day, Mother's Day has, has become a day that focuses on generally recognizing mothers and mother figure, figures roles. Mother's Day has also become an increasingly important event for uh, businesses in recent years. This is particularly true of restaurants and businesses manufacturing and selling cards and uh, gifts, gift items. So that is uh, pretty much uh, a little information about Mother Mother's Day. And uh, to me, this day should most certainly be uh, a holiday because without mothers, we would not even have a world. Think about it. Without mothers, we would not have the people in this world. So it's more than just Mother's Day. Mother's Day make up. Again, like I said, um, Mother's Day should be a holiday and uh, they deserve uh, that because, like I said, without mothers, uh, we would not even have a world. And uh, of course, yes, it takes a father to actually see the mother, but uh, life comes through that mother. And we just truly uh, thank the Lord for our mothers. And I'm going to send you out with one more song. I pray that the women that spoke into your uh, hearing uh, have encouraged you, young uh, women, older women, uh, middle-aged women, uh, we all uh, wear uh, the same hats. We may wear them at different times. We may go through different seasons, uh, winter, spring, summer, and fall. And what I'm talking about is uh, different um, situations in our life. And uh, one young lady, Mrs. Jackson, as she said, trials and tribulations and the ups and downs. But just being a mother uh, is is the greatest gift. And even if you are not a, someone that were was able to birth a mother, a birth a child, uh, God still grants you uh, uh, situations where you are you are needed to act in that position. So we truly thank the Lord for that because every woman is equipped to be a mother to someone. Your experience been becoming a mom. Just give me more something than that I can you. Say. More than <laughs> so, I must have caught you at one of those mom mom days. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, can you just share just a little bit and um, what's that? We'll we'll um, just get through this. Uh, what well, what is it like being a mother? Mm, I can't really tell you what it's like. Every well, day is a trial, you know. Every it's, day, it's a good thing. It's a good, you know. What I mean, mm-hmm. it's a good feeling. It's a good thing. It's like I said, every day you got you know different trials. So I, that's all I can tell you. Okay. But it's wonderful, grandmother. So, you know, our our trials come to make us strong, right? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where do you find your strength? Well, not when I I found my strength when I really really be going through stuff. I had to lean on the Lord, baby. Mm-hmm. And so, you hear me? Yes, I do. And that helps you to get through your day? That's right. Mm-hmm. So, what advice would you give me um, becoming a mother for the first time? 
Hmm. I, you know what? I can really tell you, cause boy, being a mother for the first time, it's been a long time ago when I was a mother for the first time. So you're very, you're, you're stricken in age a little bit. You're 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 one of those seasoned older moms. That's right. Times change, <laughs> huh? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the advice you could give a young mom when you just think out the top of your head. Mm. Well, that she gonna be if, if she's a young mother, she just got you know she just got to do what she got to do. She knows she got the baby and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know you gonna have to you you, you know you got to take care of it now. Put it okay. like that, right? So she's got to cope with the, with the situation. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and she can ask. And she can ask. You know. Some of her feelings, the auntie, or something okay. to be around there, happen okay. and show the way, uh, show the way what she's supposed to do and how she's supposed to do it. Okay. Huh? All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure she would need a lot of support. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I just want to thank you for being my mom. Uh, okay. You're most welcome, huh? Eighty plus years, and <laughs> you've most yeah. certainly been there for me to support me and. And uh, yeah. I, when I couldn't dress or feed myself, you were there, and That's everything right. you That's taught right. me, you know, I use today. And you know, from time to time, I still call because right. I need that I know uh, you do. wisdom. And I put it like this: so you, your children never be too old enough to be your baby. You're always going to look at them as your baby. All right. Okay. okay. Well, thank you, and I want you to have a blessed Mother's Day, and hope to see and you thank soon. You. And- and you too, baby. All right. Love you. Love you too. Mm-hmm. God bless. All right. God bless you too. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Good evening. Hello. Yes. Good evening. How you doing today, my daughter? Um, I'm doing great. How are you today? Well, I'm sure I caught you at a busy time, and I'm sorry uh, to do that, but I have. Uh, I'm in the studio, so you're on the air. Okay. 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 You remember the question I said I would ask you? And yes. that is, um, what um, what have you learned becoming a mom? What I have learned in becoming a mom, first and foremost, for me, um, initially, motherhood really means the world to me. And it has actually made me a better person and really brought a, a more deeper meaning into my life than I ever thought that, you know, could take place. Um, for me, motherhood... I've learned to really just focus on my family, you know, be happy to love and love unconditional. And it's really taught me uh, patience mm-hmm. and pri- prioritizing things um, that, that really matter and just, you know, not really um, worrying about the things that really doesn't, you know, mean a lot, but just really focusing on focusing in on my family. Mm-hmm. Okay, so prioritizing, that's a big thing, yeah. And so for me, I mean, I guess, you know, especially having um, a child with special needs, it it really... taught me how to place uh, my need, my children's needs before my own so there was a lot of sacrificing that had to be done and I and I was okay with that. Okay. So um, you said you had a child with special needs and I'm sure that was really uh, it, you had to really play a lot of different roles uh, raising her and, and then having support to help you do that. How did you um, get through that? 
I got through that with the support of my family, uh, close friends, um, and just doing a lot of research and, and having to find things out on my own because I really wanted her to thrive, you know, in, in the world along with everybody else. And I wanted her to understand that, you know, she she can, you know, do whatever she wants to do, you know, without, you know, having any... Um, um, limits on 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 the things that she wanted to do okay and so how is that young lady today well today uh she is uh currently an actor she uh recently appeared on uh the hit the nbc hit show new amsterdam um with one of the guest roles um she travels back and forth doing her modeling Mm -hmm. but due to the pandemic we've actually had to um, do some things um, online through Zoom, which it actually all pans out. It works out okay. So she's just, you know, out there doing her own thing. And, you know, thank, we just thank God that, you know, she was able to uh, have those opportunities in life so that she can look back and say, you know, wow, I, I accomplished these things, even, you know, when uh, boundaries and limits were, were set on her from the outside. Okay. And where do you get your strength from? During times like this? During times like this, my strength literally comes from the Lord because without Him, I don't think that I would be able to do a lot of the things that, that I that I have done uh, when it comes to my family, you know, my health, because I am a pancreatic cancer survivor. And for me, one of the scriptures that really car- carried me through that transition was Isaiah 53 and 5. Uh-huh. And so... Um, that's all of my strength. I'm gonna have to say comes from comes from the Lord. Okay. So, what um, would you say to um, a mother, um, maybe a young mother, because you're a young mother, um, becoming a mom for the first time? What I would say to mothers becoming a mother for the first time is to really um, just have patience. Because a lot of the times, you know, things may not go the way that you either intended or expected them to. And when you have patience, you really have an open mind to just receiving and learning uh, new information. And I'm a firm believer that you, you can always learn from the next person as well. So especially being young and young like I was. You know, I really, you know, had to seek the support of other others to kind of assist me and kind of mold me, you know, in, in the way that, you know, was more suitable. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, with that said, I appreciate you and I love you. Um, you are my firstborn and you pretty much taught me a lot of things, how to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And you put that patience in there. But, um I just want you to enjoy your Mother's Day, and um, I'll be seeing you soon, okay? Okay, well, I love you. Happy Mother's Day, and I will see you soon. All right. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Uh-huh. Good afternoon, Casey. Hi. All righty. So, you are um, expecting. Yes, I am, actually, in seven days. Seven, oh, my goodness, seven days. Well, you know yeah. what? Uh, I'm sure you have uh, gone through the the journey of getting there. So, oh, yeah. and um, I just want to ask the question: How has motherhood uh, have taught you become becoming a mother? What has motherhood taught you? 
Well, see, this is my third child, but the other two are already teenagers. So okay. I'm, it's like I'm doing it all over again. But uh, the teenagers I had in my early 20s, and I mean, I learned that most of the things I do, everything, every decision that I make doesn't just affect me. Okay. But now that I'm older with this baby... I just, um, I have more of my things in order, but I don't know. I just, I worry more about the effects of stuff being a mom, like with every decision, moving, with making decisions about whatever it is. I know everything falls back on if it's going to be okay for the kids. Okay. Do you understand? Uh, Well, uh, it sounds like to me that, you know, you have to engage everybody and, uh, you can't leave uh, no stone unturned, in a sense, because mm-hmm. yes. everybody's got to get involved and and um, work together. And this mm-hmm. little girl, what are you having? You don't know? I'm having a boy. Having a boy? The, the two okay. other ones are girls, and oh, this the, one's a boy. Okay. So it'll be a new experience for well, yes, boy, it will. I'm sure. Okay. So this motherhood will, will be a journey, because now you have three. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you feel like it's you're starting all over again. So yeah. we are years apart, the other two. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you got some experiences with a boy now. So mm-hmm. that'll be something new. Um, when I was a young mother as well, I didn't get saved until the girls were in early elementary school. And so there's things that I'll do differently. I'll start this baby right off the bat with learning things about God and Jesus. Not that I started my girls late, but um, it's one of my concerns now being a mom is you want your kids to grasp the importance of Jesus and Mm -hmm. church. And with teenagers, you've got to rein them in from being... um, enticed by what the world offers right. what their friends want to tell them and right. this and that because my husband's a pastor and uh-huh. sometimes for two teenage girls um church can seem boring or whatever right and it's not that they got into it late but i didn't really instill it till they were like in early elementary school and now with this baby from the get-go right in the beginning we're going to have you know Jesus a big part of the baby's life. So I'm I'm sure that that'll make a difference whenever they're in the baby years to be exposed to church and things like that rather than waiting later in life. But that's a big worry is making sure your kids follow that. Well, I think it's one of my biggest worries. Well, you know what? Train them in the way that they should go. And he's getting Mm -hmm. a running start. So, you know, uh, christening the baby. Is that something that you do? Well, we do baby dedications, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what we'll do with this baby. Okay, and he'll mm-hmm. start, you know, you start right, you end right. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. it's a wonderful mother to train her child in the way of the Lord, you know. Yeah, it's and one of the most important. I see that now. I mean, of all the things I could give my kids, uh, that you're right. it would be a relationship for them to know Jesus. You're if right. I have anything for them to have, it'd be that. Because so, it's one of the biggest things that weighs on my mind, yeah? Okay, so what advice would you give a a woman that's having a baby for the first time, a young mother? What what could you say to her? Oh, my gosh, for the first time? Mm-hmm. 
let's see, to make sure that, like I said, to make sure that the foundation's laid very early when they can understand what it means uh, to go to church and and worship God and you know the little things you can add in their life but as early as they start to understand I believe that you should introduce it right away okay because I would have I would have changed a bunch of stuff I did with the girls when they were little so let me ask you this do you think that the younger generation is uh, more receptive uh, to you know be introduced to Christ little yeah when they're little it's 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 harder when they get older and start to make um, their way into the world and decisions on their own. You have to really make sure that you've raised them upright mm-hmm. and taught them the things in Scripture and and hope that they hold on to it, you know? Well, I, I believe they will. If you plant the seed, um, you know, the Lord will give the increase. Mm-hmm. So I, agree. I think it's a wonderful thing to, you know, start your child with that solid foundation mm-hmm. I thank you for uh, sharing with us and you uh, have a happy Mother's Day you as well thank you so much alright thank you All right. good evening Emily. hello how are you alright how you doing this evening Emily. I'm sorry can you hear that I, one more time I said how are you doing this evening <laughs> I'm good how are you okay all right, you sound like you do have your hands loaded, but that's okay. <laughs> I just want to ask you a question. Uh, okay. How has becoming a mom taught you? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it teaches me patience in how to not be selfish. <laughs> mm-hmm. My time is not my own anymore. <laughs> Okay. So I guess it also teaches me time management. Wow. Okay. So that means you you're wearing so many hats. Um, what um, what's the most difficult thing that you face day to day, and you uh, ha- need that su- support, that extra support to lean on? Tell me a little bit about that experience. Um. <laughs> probably reminding my child that I am in charge. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, they're at that age just, where that no, uh, no is like no, 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 everything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and n- everything I say is wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So who do you look for, you know, when you just like, I heard you say something about patience. And when you feel like you're just coming, uh, you know, unraveled, what do you do at, at those times? Um, if my husband is available, I have him take over so that I can step away from the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I usually text my sisters and tell them to talk me down or what to do or how I should react to the situation. Okay. So... Um, I know they're busy little people, so you you say you find uh, time to just kind of steal away. So you you think that's okay to do? Because sometimes people feel guilty when, you know, they can't 
not so much manage the situation, but allow that support to come in and say, you know, hey, guys, I need this break. Sometimes parents are guilty for taking a break. I mean, you have to take a break if you want to survive. You cannot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you cannot. I cannot do it all on my own right. every single day. It is hard. <laughs> okay. And so you're expecting. Yes. Okay. So what are we having? Uh, we're having a boy. Having a boy. Oh, wow. It's boy season. Okay. <laughs> so will you... Um, uh, have the baby uh, christening or is that something that you do? Um, we actually have not done that. Okay. So, but of course he will be raised in the Lord. Yes. Okay, so you have a, a strong found Christian foundation. Yes. And what um, would you uh, say to a mother that has that is having a child for the first time? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> to hang in there. You're not alone, no okay. matter what you're feeling. <laughs> okay. So uh, you must be expecting soon. Um, in October. Actually. October. Oh, you got a ways to go. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So hang in there and this, this um, too will pass and, and lean on the Lord. Yes. Okay, so if you um, could um, say um, something to a, a woman that is uh, wanting to uh, become a, a mother and can't, you know, bear, what would you say to that person? Um, oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, I don't think I've ever been asked that question. Okay. What would you think prayer or would you pray for them? Would you, uh, and how would you encourage her? You know, is like a person, cause a lot of uh, people that I know, you know, they can't have children and it's like, it's innate for us to, to want to be a mother because we can be a mother to a stranger and when you run into someone that may can't have children, they got a lot of sad stories. So how would you just encourage that person uh, about God's love? Um, definitely to pray about it and see what the right option for them is if they can't have children to place a child in their lives one way or another. And the right child will be there for them when they're ready. And then who knows, they'll help the child, but also the child will help them. Wow. You you are a smart girl. Very wise. <laughs> okay. Well, we appreciate that your time because I know, you know, your time is valuable. So we'll let you get back to your sweeties. And we thank you for uh, sharing with us. Thank you. And happy Mother's Day. <laughs> thank you. All right. Hello, Quincy. Hi, Sue. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Good. Okay, I'd like to ask you a question. And um, before I ask you the question, I'm sure we, when you heard we're going to be talking about how, um, what have you learned becoming a mom? And I'm thinking about this scripture I'm looking at, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. Hmm. Um, how is it being a mom? 
how is it being a mom with regard to the scripture or just regard general, to because, just being a mother um and being what, what have I, you learned? I believe that how uh, the way that i feel about being a mom is it is the most rewarding and knowledgeable lifelong experience a person could ever have okay so what knowledge have you uh gained uh being a mom can you uh, share would, something sure i would think that the first one that i have learned being a mom is that um if you didn't think that you had patience prior to becoming a mother you definitely figured out how to gain them and also to keep them and also to practice patience not only with your child but with everyone that you come in contact with okay um i assume you have older uh children i do he'll be 26 in october 26 so um how do you relate to um a child that's uh you know in that age uh frame is it easy uh, it is very easy for me because I have always tried to parent Mason um, and to make him understand that while I am your mother, I don't have any grand desires to be your best friend, but I want you to know that I will always be here for you. And I believe the older that he gets, the more that he has become appreciative of that because he probably knows where I'm going to be Um when he comes to me with an issue or just pure love or conversation or, or what have you, but he also um, knows that I always, always have his back and that we, you know, have a very open relationship and that I hope that there is nothing that he would be afraid to come to me about. And so um, keeping balance, you know, raising yes. a young man, how do you... Um, keep that balance you know because everybody says it takes a man to raise a man so how do you step back out of the mom position and allow the the Whoa, husband Sue, that is a good question um how do i i think probably as a 25 ish year old almost 26 year old he has hopefully you know he's had male role models in his life with his dad and with my brother and so i kind of hope and pray that that sort of balance um has been instilled with him with regard to each of us having a particular role in his life and all of us supporting him collectively okay and that 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 makes sense because as long as you are um uh, how can I say, introduce to these environments, then, you know, you've given him the best that we can possibly give, especially when you give the Lord to him. I sure you know, hope so. When you're raising, you know, we're not responsible after, what, 10, uh, 13? Or 10, they think they're grown, but after 13, <laughs> you know, we're not responsible, and I believe once you instill, you know, things in in the child, you know, what you will accept and what you won't accept and in in balance, I, I believe they turn out OK. Uh, we do know that 
children going to go through things. They're going to make some mistakes. So how do you deal with that when when your child make a mistake? I think that that's one of those things that, you know, it it definitely goes back to what you said about balance with regard to there was nothing harder to me as a mother than actually practicing tough love with regard to you made the mistake. I can't clean this up for you, nor do I want to. That kind of thing, I think, is something that he pretty much knows where I'm coming from. And I hope that I have instilled that in him and that we all are responsible for our choices. That does not mean that you can't get forgiveness of them or, you know, ask me that those kinds of things. He has to understand that you are responsible for yourself. I sure hope I've taught you right from wrong, instilled good moral character in you, taught you the things that will help you succeed in life. But yeah, tough love is, is not, they, they, they leave that out of the playbook for moms. Okay. So I, I like when you said that you instill, you know, you want the child to be productive. Um, yeah. h- how do you handle when a child uh, makes a decision and you may not be uh, on on board with that decision? It's a decision that, that may disappoint you um, from some of the things we expect uh, from our children. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is a decision that really sways away from um, what you have taught. How do you handle that? Because I hear that from a lot of mothers, you know. I think that probably the way that I handle that is is that that old saying, choose your battles, especially um, raising a boy. I, I think that that's one of those things that while I am not agreeing with your decision Mm -hmm. it's not my decision to make and at the end of the day the most important thing that you can remember is that i love and support you okay i like that and and you sound like a very um supportive mother um a little old school too because i'm old school okay (laughs) it takes a lot you know nowadays i believe so what would you say uh to a, a mother that's having a child for the first time, what what advice could you give her? Well, the, the rainbows and sprinkles advice is, of course, very true in that, um, you know, if we dare even think that this is going to be something that lasts for forever, of course, our love for them is going to last for forever. But before we know it, they're going to be 25. So with that regard, if I was um, talking to a new mother, it would be, let them show out in church, but take them. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like that it, one. Let's let, um, make sure that you are the mother and that you are supportive and that you don't, you rely on instincts, you know, more so than what the public is telling you to do or what peer pressure is or what book you read says that you should do. And the last one, uh, Doug and I talked about this. I, th- I think that the most important thing for mothers to do is have unconditional love for themselves, and I believe that that carries over to them to their child. Okay. Now, should we teach our children uh, to really uh, have a high uh, self love for themselves? A high self love without conceit, I believe, is what we should be instilling in our children. But I also believe that the way that you feel about yourself, you know, comes a lot from 
the way that you're shown how to love something. Okay. Or how you're loved yourself. You sound like a counselor. Well, <laughs> I'm a social worker by design. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I got one more question. Um, what about um, school? How, how do you um, engage oh boy. <laughs> with that? How do I what? I'm sorry for interrupting. How do, how do you, um, you know, engage with your children uh, about some of the things that they um, have to do in school? Are you uh, in there um, all the time? Are you part of the PTA? Or I don't know if they even have that anymore. But um, When Mason was younger, I was an involved mom, but it was always a very cognizant thing for me to never be a helicopter mom. Mm-hmm. But to also, I think one of the things that moms miss out on with regard to school-age children is it's just as important for mothers to have a relationship with other mothers so that they at all times have boots on the ground and you know eyes and ears open so that we can all support each other because let's face it, school is not fun for children sometimes. And I love school, but my son did not like school. Of course, he liked the social aspect of it. But school is something that that's probably the first time that they get to start taking on responsibility with regard to what they're going to do, where they're going to be, how they're going to go. And I think that children should be rewarded for their hard work. Okay. So, um, one more question. How have your mom um, been a part of your life to instill in you the, uh, uh, I'm going to say, the golden rules of motherhood? My mom and my life to instill those rules, I would definitely say that she would give us advice but we were always left to our own um, decision-making process. And one thing that she did that I know after this conversation, thank you for reminding me, mm-hmm. is that she never, um, you know, said those whole things like I told you so or, but it, we were allowed to make mistakes and she would still be there for us. Okay. And so I hope that I have done that with my son. All right. Well, we sure appreciate you taking the time to uh, share with us and our listening audience. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Good evening, Dr. Davis. Hello. How you doing? Hello, Ms. Brown. How you doing? Oh, wow. You know, I'm almost trembling. You know, I thought I would meet you one day. I never thought it would be, you know, what I'm doing now, but praise the Lord. Yeah, I'm in, I feel like I just entered the, the glory zone. Okay. So I want to ask you a question. Um, becoming a mom, what has it taught you? Wow. Um, it's, it's a part of God's um, plan, you know, for people to be parents. And I think one of the great things about being a parent and being in particular a mom is that it helped transform me into the woman I am now. And um, there's things that only a parent or a mother will have to deal with as far as in human relations with another human being. And it burns out all selfishness. Okay. <laughs> It's all those things. You get transformed into a better person, I think. So, 
I like that. You, you're talking about being patient. It teaches you that. Yeah. You don't really have a choice. <laughs> you're gonna, you know, um, children have a very um, special place in parents' hearts and children's hearts. And um, it's a special grace for our children because they need that grace in order to become the mighty men and women of God you want them to be. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good thing. So how, how do you, uh, deal with, uh, siblings kind of having the rivalry thing? How did you deal oh, with that? Oh man, you know, I'm still dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, how, how, how did, what hat are you wearing? <laughs> but, um, the one main thing I make it very clear to my kids is um, I love them both equally. And um, then, you know, I know that um, I, they have different personalities. I, I guess I should say equitably. I should say it like that. Mm -hmm. I love them equitably um, um, because they're different and okay. they need different things. But... Um, but no one sibling is higher than the other. Although my daughter always wants to say she's the favorite, the favorite one. And I said, no, you're not. Okay. And, um, but, um, I still have to deal with it. It's, it's not a nice thing. I don't like it. You know, I tell them I don't like it. And I said, you know, you guys have to love one another and take care of each other. What's going to happen when I leave? You've got to, you got to grow up and, take care of your sister and you got to go up and take care of your brother. My expectation of you both is that when I go on to be with the Lord or go up in the rapture, hopefully I'll go with me and not be left behind. But, um, I expect them to take care of each other and to love one another. So I have to give that speech still. <laughs> okay. So, one more question. Um, how do you um, um, encourage their uh, gifts? Their what? Their gifts. Like they have different oh, things. Yeah. How um, do you how do you do that? Uh, I celebrate them. First of all, I celebrate their gifts. Um, I remind them sometimes of their gifts because you see things in your children when they're really young and then they grow up and and they kind of lose their way a little bit and you kind of like try to bring them back to their center, to their inner self. And say, I think this is the things that are going to um, bring you much peace and happiness. These are the gifts that God has um, given you. So I encourage them to, to use their gifts, to um, celebrate their gifts and to develop their gifts. I mean, mm -hmm. Gifts are to be developed, and so if um, when they were younger, I would put them in, you know, special programs. That, for example, my son, um, we put him in a, a cooking program. He was had a little chef hat. Okay. He had a little apron and stuff like that. And to this day, he's an amazing cook. Look out! But the reason why we why I put him in the cooking program is, you know. I think it was maybe seven years old or younger, um, was because he needed help with math. 
Okay. And I knew that that was a way to strengthen his math skill. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, things. And then, in case of my daughter, and a little, little, little girl, she would, you know, she was fearless. She would walk across the house, dark part of the house, singing songs, praising God, like to dance, like to sing. Um, she was very strong academically in all, all things. But she's a really great writer. She writes poetry. And oh, okay. She's just pretty neat, pretty neat little young lady. Mm hmm. So I, I try to get them to to develop the gifts that they have and celebrate their gifts. So, yeah. Okay. So what would you say to a uh, mother-to-be that's having her um, little one for the first time? Oh, man. I remember our son, Joshua. <laughs> I mean, we took him to uh, my former husband's um, aunt. I never forget we had like a two-page list of all the things you know about joshua his needs he was only going to be there a week and they laughed at us when we took jordan we didn't have nothing here here she is <laughs> <laughs> well i would say it just you know study your child okay your child is not going to um demonstrate things like Joshua has a gift of prophecy. You know, he can see things in the future. He has dreams. He has mm -hmm. visions. Um, and so just just hold on to those things. Kate on those things and ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom on how you can cultivate and nurture the things that God is showing you. Okay. Okay, well, I thank you for your time, and I pray that you will have a blessed uh, Mother's Day. You too. You too. Okay, and uh, I probably will get you back. Okay. I, I have another topic. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. When was the last time that they heard you say, Mother or Father, I love you. And we just thank you for just tuning in and listening and just be blessed and highly favored. Happy Mother's Day. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus was the best. I've ever done